My world ended nine weeks and three days ago when the bloated, decaying body pulled from the River George was identified as the love of my life. He had disappeared nearly six months before. I wasn't counting days then. I was trying not to count them because I knew, I just knew he would come home okay. Even now, my brain screams in denial that that thing they put in the casket and covered with dirt was actually him. All his clothes still hang in the closet. All the papers in his den remain untouched. The tools in the garage cry out for use. And where am I? The receptor of the torch, entrusted with all that entails? I'm sitting in front of the television, sipping tepid sangria and theorizing how the planet might be destroyed. And now the phone is ringing. Normally, I wouldn't answer, especially at 1.03 in the a.m. It couldn't possibly be anything good. The jangle ebbs to blessed silence, but seconds later starts back with a vengeance. So I pick it up. Hello, I say in a tone reserved for collectors and telemarketers. Nothing. I strain to hear, and I think I can make out breathing. I realize the breathing is my own, so I hold my breath, listening for clues. Then a phrase from the past chills me in a voice I know better than my own. Whither thou goest, I will go. Click. Next thing I know, a lady's voice is telling me, if you would like to make a call, please hang up and dial again, then gives me the option of calling the operator. I pick the first part of the first option and gently lay the handset back into the base. I remind myself to start breathing again, thinking it was him, Jake, the words from our wedding ceremony three years ago. I empty the remnants of the bottle into a water glass and stagger to the bedroom, leaving a trail of clothes in my wake. Naked now, chilled by the fall night air, I slip into the welcoming folds of the super queen-size waterbed. I fix myself a comfortable nest atop the unlikely combination of H2O and down. I could have imagined it, I suppose. I have been hearing his voice in my head for months now. I am on some righteous meds and probably shouldn't be partaking of the grape. Of course, I comfort myself. If the world spontaneously combusts, what will the matter be? Well, I'm not giving up the sangria. First thing in the morning, all the dope is going in the toilet. If I remember, that is. At least he left me well off, bless his heart. Nearly a million in life insurance, with half that left after I paid all the debts. I will never have to do anything again, ever. Right now, that is exactly what I feel like doing, absolutely nothing. I discover the bottom of my glass much too soon. Pulling the comforter up over my shoulders, I sink into the pillow searching for oblivion. I hear Jake's voice again. This time, he's telling me, if you ever get lost and can't find your way, just tap the toes of your magic slippers and say, there's no place like home. Then, in a pair of size 12 red glass shoes, he began to demonstrate. Click, click, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. I roll over onto my opposite side and drift off to sleep, content in the knowledge that when I wake, he will be beside me. The narrow hallway looms ahead, the destination shrouded by night. Alabaster walls rise up, up, up from nowhere, disappearing into darkness. My head spins figure eights around my aching body. I struggle up the endless hallway, 
braced by a hand on either wall, supporting legs that threatened to abandon the task. I have to make it to the end of the ominous corridor. If I must crawl, then crawl I shall. Suddenly, I'm moving up an incline. It grows steeper. The wall becomes sharp with protrusions, hands bloody, body in agony. I continue toward the elusive goal. The harder I try, the further my destiny creeps away from me. I lay down. I cannot go on. It's raining on me now, not the gentle spring shower, but the vicious pelting nor'easter. The water turns to acid, burning holes through my tormented flesh. My skin dissolves, then my bones. Then there is the unrelenting rain, and even what would be the stain is washed away. Slivers of daylight pierce my sweet oblivion, shrinking deep beneath the comforter. I try to find my way back to that place of nunness. For a brief time, I'm successful, drifting on clouds of drug-induced...